This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Today's episode is brought to you by Fox and Stallion. Fox and Stallion is a Victorian mystery comedy fiction podcast about the best detective team on Baker Street. No, not that one. Season 2 will be airing in 2024 and is currently crowdfunding through May 1st. They have stickers, personalized in-universe thank you letters with wax seal, calligraphy, and all of it, and even a tier where they solve a mystery that you send them. Uh, They do want me to note Fox and Stallion cannot guarantee the solving of any mysteries, but they will try their absolute hardest for three to five audio minutes. This show also has everything you could want. Jewel heists, asexual detectives, lavender marriages, and a really old cat. You can find and listen to Fox and Stallion anywhere you listen to podcasts or on their website, 224bbaker.com. That's 224bbaker.com. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. It is said that the unlearned lessons of the past are doomed to repetition. It is that very philosophy which led to the founding of the Office of Antiquity, my own office, the very office from which these records are issued. There are, however, some parts of our past which are too dangerous to know. Some of these are beyond the scope of even this office to remember. Things left behind may be more horrific than even the frozen tundra outside our walls. For Neil Henderson and his companions, these two perils are drawing perilously close. He has led his scavenging party away from the rest of the group in search of food. He has even dragged his incoherent mole friend out into the waste. What will they find? Is there food in the chill? Might they come upon any resource to save them in this predicament? There is only one way to know. They must march on. Oh, the ants go marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah. The ants go marching one by one. The little one stops to disembowel your cousins and aunt and mother and niece. Yeah, sorry. I I know I don't got much of a voice for singing. Helps Lomi relax, though. Uh, Bullion cube? No, thanks. Need to keep your salts up? And your water intake. Does my salt or water intake really matter when I've seen not one, but two grown men die getting torn limb from limb by wolves? Of course! What if you thirst to death? I don't even... Just shut up! Keep plowing the path, okay? 
I don't know why you're so prickly today, Allison. Now, I, I know that things haven't been great Could for starving you. to death a thousand miles from home have anything to do with it? Could being chased by hideous flesh-eating hounds have anything to do with it? I don't know. I'm not a mind reader. If you were, you would know that I am thinking of the most painful way to kill a certain PWC right now. I just want to remind you guys that I'm still walking behind you here, you know, looking for edibles. Just looking for food. Uh, uh, listen, listen, you guys, uh, I've had my fair share of lady trouble in the past. Just, you want my advice? We, we don't. don't! Oh, look here! Moss! Oh, I haven't eaten for days. Oh, hold your horses, let's test it. Here, Lomi, give it a whiff. Finally, food. I wouldn't eat that if I were you. If the smell's enough to make a mole choke, can't then... can't trust a mole more than you can bury one. She just wants it for herself. Give it here. Hmm. So good. It tastes like... It tastes like fresh bread or... Funky soup or... I guess the floppy means he's dead, right? I can't take much more of this. You hear that? If I say no, will you ignore it? Somebody needs our help! Come on, Lomi! No, 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 no. I'm putting my foot down, Neil. All this rescuing and heroics and... Neil! I'll meet you there! Don't just leave me here with a dead body. Or at least leave the shovel so I can bury him before the dogs come, Neil. All right, fellas, we got a rock, a pipe, and an empty sack for weapons, so the chances aren't so good. Bring it, you ugly mutt! I'm not scared of a stupid dog! What about two dogs? No, only a coward would be afraid of two dogs. What about three? Five? Seven dogs? Uh, there's a time in every man's life when he's got to learn his limits. You, you filthy dog, you... <laughs> I can't look. Does he still have legs? Well, I still do, but, but he don't. Captain Neil, sir, just in time. That was our last fire starting flare. And that was the sorriest show of hunting I ever saw. Ain't you the other four-man hunting party? Weren't there for you? There were, yeah. Oh. Oh. We were at the ridge, and Big Phil went to pee by himself, and we heard a terrible screeching, and by the time we woke up and got there... <laughs> Come on now. Last time I seen a grown man cry like that was in the digestive aftermath of the... of the great bean surplus three years ago. You better tell me you have just as good an excuse. We're all gonna die. No one will ever know what happened to us. No one will ever bring our frozen gnawed bodies back. And the wolves are gonna wear our bones as hats. Oh, no, 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 no. No more of this death and hats talk. It's gonna be all right. Look, look. You're getting snot all over the good dog meat. This is 
sorry, Neil, but the dogs, the cold, the starvation, there's just no way. Well, we'll be fine. Let's have a little less belly aching and a little more belly filling. We can gather up all this puppy meat, hike it back to Allison and the main camp in no time. Thank you for saving my life. You're better than the rest of the rigger lot. They won't even talk to me. I'm Grayson, son of Great Gregor the Grip Book, by the way. Oh, uh, uh, nice to meet you. Will you hand me that paw over there? Thanks. I, I was a lug nutter on the aft side of the Stormhawk, but I've always thought I'd be better at tightening the lug nuts on the starboard side. Because I'm left-handed and all. You don't say. Is that an eyeball by your foot? Here. Oh, it's all wet. Of course it is. It's an eyeball. This will make us a nice bowl of stew. <laughs> all right, all right, all right already. Settle down. Y'all sure are a morose bunch, aren't you? We got nothing to worry about. We got dog meat, even if it's a little burnt and snotted on. And we, we got supplies for another five days at least. <clears throat> um, actually, Captain, sir? What is it, CS? Even with the foraging party, we've had quite a few supplies missing when we left two days ago. As Captain Allison has appointed me official caravan supply counter... More like official foot-rubbing ego booster. As official caravan supply counter, I've been keeping track of what goes missing every day. One standard-issue rigger flip knife, 12 tins of pressed algae, one emergency blanket, and also... What else? Uh, sir, uh, Captain Neal, sir, before we left camp, we were missing three tins of crackers, 16 boxes of matches, and two bodies, sir. Oh, Zeus! They took them! The wolves took them! Don't be stupid. What would wolves want with matches and crackers? I think he means the bodies. Well, that's ridiculous. I-, I buried those unfortunates a good six, seven feet under. Besides, there's no way those wolves are following us now. Not not with the steely thumping Betsy and I gave them. Scrap your shovel, Henderson. They're not afraid of us anymore. We shouldn't have hung around for so long looking for that smidgen kid. What did you just say? Did I just hear you say scrap and my shovel in the same sentence? You heard me. You used up our last flare, and now you're going to have us all get eaten just like that smidgy runt. Now you listen here, and you listen good. We are not leaving any men behind, or any moles for that matter. Don't think I haven't heard y'all grumbling. As for Squidge, we couldn't have known he'd have gotten eaten until we saw all that blood in the snow. So shut your yap, or I'll shut it for you. All right. Stop waving that shovel, will you? You're getting guts all over my overall. Apologize! I'm sorry, Neil. Not to me, you idiot. To my lady shovel. What? Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, shovel. You're quite lovely. Your crusty handle is so nice. And if you ever talk bad about my Betsy again, I will show you the sharp part, a sharp shooter! (laughs) 
What's that sound? <gasps> Captain Allison? On a snowmobile loaded up with spammed algae sandwiches and hot green leaf tea? Something tells me that's no spammed algae sandwich delivery. opened up and... Oh, no! Hello! Hello down there! Tim! Jack! Depressed fella! Neil? We're here! Well, looks like you fell into some kind of old ruin. Hang tight, we'll get you out. Something wrong with my leg. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of see you. Uh, in my unprofessional opinion, your arm's looking pretty crookedy, and I don't think a foot should usually be facing backwards like that. Just stay right there. It's too far down. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait for the others, then grapple down. You can wrap your legs around me, and, and Lomi can wrap her legs around you while I clamber down there. Or, or, we form a human chain and lower everybody down Wait, and- Wait, just stop! This is as good a time as any. We need to talk, Neil, before everyone else gets here. About us? Well, no. Yes, sort of. It's our 11th day out here, and we've been losing at least one person a day now for a few days. Yeah, uh, I noticed. These guys don't have much in the way of survival instinct, do they? Eating strange moss, drinking their pee and all. Silly. Well, that's part of it. But the other part of it is you. So optimistically believing that we're all going to make it. Dragging those guys down that raccoon hole to look for critter chops. Leaving one-man guards out in a lightless night. It's sort of a problem, what with your leadership skills getting half of us killed. I mean, no one could have expected that the baby raccoons would be so big or, or, or so hungry for faces. Actually, it is expected, Neil, and that's the issue. For example, you don't see a problem with lowering an entire caravan of wounded and somewhat untrustworthy men into a vast, unexplored chasm of a ruined civilization when we barely have any supplies left? Um... Nope. Guess not. Besides, you can't just leave them up here on the surface for wolf chow. You've seen how smart they are. They ain't exactly the brightest molds in the... The brightest... Um... What, what was it again? Neil, sweetie, metaphors later. Action now. This is our chance. Let's split up and make it back to heart life in half the time. Together. Allison, I can't... I can't do that. You can, Neil. You have to. They can fend for themselves. We're out of food, we're out of medicine, and I'm out of patience. We're barely able to keep the healthy people alive, much less every dog-bitten, half-frozen rigor we're carrying with us. We're the fittest ones standing, you and me. Uh-huh. And the mole. I suppose we could make it. 
We could start over. It's the right thing to do, and I need you with me. I cannot believe I'm hearing this. They look up to us, Allison. Looking up to us won't make anyone less hungry, warmer, or less foamy and rabid when the dogs come. Isn't it better to keep some men alive than for all of us to die out here? And what is a three-legged mole going to do when we get back to heart life anyways? She can't even help dig them out. I can dig down there just fine on my own, thanks. And as for Lomi, that's for her to decide when she's all patched up. She'll be fine. Right, Lomi? (coughs) You hear that? Most enthusiastic, maybe my arm won't drop off after all, sir. I've heard all day. Now, if you'll excuse me, I think I got some tunneling to do. Neil, please, Neil. Damn it. All right, Allison, think, think. There's got to be another way. There's always another way. If you can't lead a PWC to water, start leading yourself. Is Allison right? Are our friends truly doomed? All signs point to yes, dear friends. The frozen tundra is no place for life. Or hope, for that matter. If anyone could survive it, though. If anyone might endure, Neil Henderson would be that man. Might he save them all? Can he be the hero they require? Find out as the story of our fair city continues. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved by Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.